from Valdosta, Georgia. This is Let's Talk Valdosta, a podcast about all things City of Valdosta. From new programs to events, interviews with small business owners, and engaged citizens, this podcast brought to you by the City of Valdosta Public Information Office. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Valdosta. And we have two guests today. So the first half will be um, District 4 Councilman Eric Howard. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So um, y'all are just coming off of a council, we call it a retreat, but it's really the Strategic Initiative Summit that was at the Women's Building. Um, and it was jam-packed full of information and kind of some updates on city programs. So what were some of the things that you took out of that retreat? What were some of the things that you wanted to talk about that y'all kind of got covered? I'd like to just let everyone know that, you know, we talked a lot about our sewer and our water upgrades. You know, that's not a big topic, but that that's just shows that this council takes our um, infrastructure real seriously. And that's a quality of life issue here for people in, in Valdosta. So we want to make sure that that was highlighted as well as, you know, some other things. And the city spent uh, has spent a lot of money on that. So um, are you proud as a council member just to see kind of the money that's been spent in the project and the improvement that we've had from, you know, year to year is we don't have as many spills as we have had before. And honestly, trying to get that number down to zero and we're close. Right. And I think that's something that we're going to continuously be doing. We're going to continue to upgrade our um, infrastructure because, I mean, America's old. I mean, so we're going to always need that. So. Hopefully we can get ahead of the curve. So if they ever pass the infrastructure bill, we can use our money for some of the fancy things that we would like to use it on. Yes. And some of the things, um, I know Vanessa has been a part of kind of promoting the Love Where You Live campaign recently, but we talked a little bit about that. And why is that so important, especially in District 4? I know you, you really want your residents in your district to take pride in where they live and clean up the community. Yes, I think that... Um, Anytime, you know, when you, you know, when you have your love where you live, that, that means exactly what it is. You know, you want to make sure when someone comes by your yard, by your neighborhood, it, won't, it, it needs to be presentable. You know, when people ride through Valdosta, they looking to purchase a home, they want to make sure that the neighborhood is clean, make sure that, you know, the neighbors are friendly and it's a safe neighborhood. And it starts off with, with it being clean. Yeah, Marcus and I have been lucky enough to um sit down with Teresa Turner, the community sustainability coordinator, and do a couple interviews on the recent community cleanups that they've done. And luckily, we've been able to go out there and get some photo and some video. And it's it, you can see the difference in people um, before and after, just the way that they take pride in where they live in their community. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, um, it's something that we're trying to do. And I think we've actually moved from a couple cleanups to monthly cleanups now. Yes, so. I, I've talked with um, Richard, and I have three coming up in, in my district. Wow. In the next, You're an overachiever. In the next couple of weeks. That'll be awesome. So, so when you see these people out here in their neighborhoods doing these cleanups, I mean, how does it you know, make you feel as a council person? It makes you feel good because these are things that they're asking for. You know, some people don't have trucks that they can haul off things to the um, – to the, to the county and then you know they will have to pay and if it's something that the city can do it makes them feel good knowing that that city cares enough about them and it also makes you feel good that you won't see this couch or recliner in the ditch somewhere on JC Shack Road or filling up a ditch somewhere where then we have a spill so just the, just the fact that they know that the city is willing to do that 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 makes them feel a little bit better 
And I think one thing that's come out of this too is we've actually promoted people getting out and helping their neighbors too. So I think there's a sense of community too when you can get out and meet your neighbors. I know that's a strange thing sometimes for people that live in neighborhoods and are nine to five. They come home and you know don't go outside and don't meet their neighbors. But this event would promote you to meet the people living around you and get to know them and what they need. Yes, and it's like you say, it's helpful. You know, it gets young people involved. You know, you see an elderly person out there struggling with something, go over and help them. You know, if I can help you move something, you know, and it gets you give you an opportunity. Like you say, to know who your neighbor is, not just, well, they drive a blue car. That must be the person. Live. Give a chance to put a face with a name and talk to people. That was a really cool thing that we saw when we went to um, a cleanup last year was that uh, a couple of volunteers helped trim this elderly couple's hedges. And it's just so above and beyond when you think of community cleanup, you just think of picking up this waste or, or things on the side of the road. But to really sit there and help your neighbors who maybe can't do certain things themselves, it's a beautiful thing to experience and witness. And your community just did a cleanup, right, Marcus? Yeah, we. Um, one of, Tony Gay is her name. She's She lives one street over from me. And she kind of took charge and contacted our council person. And, and next thing you know, we have these dumpsters in our yard. I mean, I knew they came from the city, obviously, but I, I was not involved with the organization or, or of getting the cleanup started, but it was pretty cool to see how everybody around my neighborhood responded. Yeah. Switching gears a little bit, um, one thing that was on your list that you wanted to talk about was we've got an alcohol moratorium, and then I know that it was one of your items in the previous year to talk about the entertainment district, and that that's coming to fruition. So, um, talk a little bit about the alcohol moratorium first, and then we'll switch into inter- the entertainment district. Well, when I first brought brought it before mayor and council, it was something that people in the community had talked about. You know, they were saying, "How many are we going to have? When are we going to stop?" And I think that was good. You know, love where you live. Also goes back to people caring about their community. They care about what their community is going to look like. What is it going to be? And just like too many liquor stores are being open. And if you look at them, they're all within a couple of mile radius. So it's not that people don't like to have a good time or have a drink, but when is enough enough? So some of the buildings that um, are around town, we just, that alcohol moratorium and the ordinance that would go in place would hopefully eliminate more liquor stores from going in those empty buildings and maybe we can see some restaurants and businesses and new development on those properties and yes i mean we're in the south i mean people down here we eat fresh fruits and vegetables i mean if you want to advocate for something i mean i'm not anti-business i'm pro-business but let's shopping centers uh another grocery store produce stands or something other than liquor stores pawn shops vape shops and and convenience stores on every corner that's just not appealing to people when you look at that's all you see that's that's kind of depressing so you want to make sure that you know when people say they love where they where they live they can be proud of where they live you have a church then you have a liquor store then you have a place right here selling guns and then right here you have someone selling cigarettes it's just it's just i think we can do better than that it all fits into the big picture so hopefully people see that i know council was um kind of unanimous as far as wanting some sort of ordinance in place so hopefully we can see that get brought to vote and get um, passed. So we also talked a little bit on that line of um, entertainment district and downtown and trying to figure out how to do special events downtown and have an ordinance that supports it. So um, was that something that you were happy to see? And I know 
we have that ordinance ready, so it'll probably come up for a vote soon. Right. I, I think it was needed, you know, because, you know, you want to have a vibrant downtown. And anytime you're talking about downtown, you want to find out what the people in the city or the people who visit downtown, what they want. And that was something that they've been asking for. So you want to give the people back some of the stuff that they're asking for if you want them to continue to come. So if, they, if they're not happy, they're not going to come. They're going to find somewhere to go. We want downtown to continue to thrive. And we're trying to keep the young, younger group, millennial group, I guess my age group, um, <laughs> in the area as well. That, that, those special events seem to attract that group, that audience. Well, yeah, and then, like you said, it's open outside. You know, everyone doesn't want to go into a building right now. So, you know, able to walk the street with the sidewalks, not the street, the sidewalks, you know, <laughs> with a cup in your hand, you know. Not the without, parking lot. Right, just <laughs> the sidewalks and go from one restaurant to a, to the other one that participates you know i think that's that's helpful and maybe that'll promote people walk into some of our green space downtown we've got olympic park which is great we're gonna have this new amphitheater park so we've got a lot of green space downtown yes and you know we're trying to make that off to walk up so all of the connectivity with the sidewalks and stuff this is gonna it's gonna be a good idea to you know go out and walk some of that alcohol off yes. <laughs> And we um, obviously we have had a different demographic coming downtown, um, you know, starting with the food truck events and various other things that Main Street has going on. And this entertainment district will just fit right into that, correct? Right. If you have people down here, then they'll go shop and they'll go eat at a local restaurant. So when they're down here with the food trucks, you know, of course they can, you know, go visit a place they may have never gone to. So the more you have more people down here, better chance you have with them shopping and spending money with our local businesses cool and the last thing um that was really important to you was we talked a little bit about some ordinances that maybe we haven't visited in a long long time um and just needing to revisit those and update them and i think in the past couple of years y'all have done a good job of going back and looking at those so is that something that you're wanting to continue yes i think that's something that we need to just just update it you know have a fresh set of eyes look at it and make sure that we're not still operating under something that's old that may stagnate business you want to make sure that we're not doing anything that's gonna discourage people from coming here or making it too hard for them to open a business or want to do anything so we want to make sure that we're up to the times with what's what we're doing here in the city we've grown a lot since some of those ordinances have been written yes so. we have and we want to continue to grow we need to make sure that our ordinances and things are business friendly all in all what was your takeaway i mean did you walk away feeling good well yeah i always walk away feeling good because you know that gives you an opportunity to sit down and in a relaxed environment and see what your colleagues think and you know and plan for something other than the next two months you want to look out five six seven years down the line and see when i get ready to retire or when my child graduates what will be here in valosta for them is there something to keep them here or you know, you just want to look at the bigger picture and, you know, I think it's always good when you can do that in a relaxed atmosphere. Well, with th three cleanup events, I think you're going to have a busy district here shortly. Well, so. I, mean, I, I think I think it's going to be, uh, it's manageable. Yeah. It's manageable. Well, good deal. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on and um, we will go to our next guest. All right, we are welcoming our second guest for this podcast episode, and that is District 6 Councilman Andy Gibbs. Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate y'all having me. 
So we are, um, again, just coming off the Strategic Initiative Summit. So I know that's really helpful for you guys to kind of look at big picture items and big ideas. So what were some of the things that you, um, you know, wanted to talk about and thought were great from the retreat? Uh, one of the, I guess, three of the biggest things that stuck out in my mind was uh, the downtown. Uh, the fact of all the uh, new businesses that are coming down, um, the fact that we have a lot more job growth um, happening in our downtown area. Also, the amphitheater that uh, we've got coming, um, that's going to really open up the doors for us to be able to bring in, you know, more different outdoor music and um, different plays and different concerts and bands. And with all that, it brings more traffic to our downtown. And all that's going to accumulate to be able to help us build a south side of town. Uh, The fact that um, we are focusing on trying to grow this side of the town is the main thing that that i love about it we talked about it when i came on board um as far as a council member three and a half years ago i remember um us discussing how can we improve and we talked about all the opportunity zones you know all the different things that you know we have for businesses to be able to invest in our downtown and south side area and but i'm glad to see that as a city um, we're able to kind of take the initiative and the train coming in with a new um, system that, you know, that will allow us to, I guess they call it a sprinter track, I believe it is. Yeah, Isaiah Sprinter. sprinter. Yeah. Isaiah Sprinter. So um, having that to come in as well, um, that all just, you know, the vision that, that we all have us together, you know, everybody's coming together with their different visions and it's all starting to slowly, the puzzle starting to be put together. Yeah, it's really cool. And I think one thing, if you step back and just look, I know downtown's got a big place in your heart. So just step mm-hmm. back and look at the past couple of years, that growth. Yeah. What do you think about that? We've had a lot of growth. I mean, um, we I was just looking at the booklet that we y'all put out for us or gave to us, which is our annual report. Um, you know, with the fact that I think we've added five or six restaurants, I think, or something like that yeah. downtown. And, um, you know, all the, you know, bench program that's been added. You know, and, and to just recap once again, I mean, the food truck Thursdays, you know, I mean, we talked about that, talked about it. How can we, you know, get this thing up and running? And finally it happened. And some people were kind of hesitant about it. Next thing you know is we got five to six, seven thousand people showing up <laughs> and trying to figure out how we're going to say no to food trucks. And quite overwhelmed you know, and, is how we felt, after which that. is a good thing. I, I mean, you, you want to be able to put a lemon on things you know that means that you've got something good and and the, and the thing is it's like i've told restaurant owners here downtown that any anything that we can do to attract people to downtown is only going to benefit them it's not going to hurt them and help all the shops down yeah. there too mm-hmm. people that are coming to eat food trucks at food trucks um will come back down to eat at your restaurants you know and vice versa so mm-hmm. i mean it's just you know it's just one of those things I think we're all in this together I'm glad to see that and one thing I mean I think we had always talked about an amphitheater and wanted some sort of attraction like that but when we had that event that food truck event I mean that showed us the possibilities that 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 green space that large amount of green space could provide for downtown and it and and that's the thing I and I once it's built I think a lot of people it's the vision being able to see it and and visualize what it's going to look like and then there's others that are like I got to see it first before I can actually believe it. Yeah. And, um, but the vision of once it's all done and said, I think everybody's going to 
start flocking to this area as well. We've already had a lot of people call and ask questions about it. So um, once we break ground, we'll have a lot more information for people. So stay tuned for that. Yes. I'm so excited to be able to grab our little rocker lawn chair type (laughs) things and go sit out there and listen to a concert. Because that was, they had a blues in blues concert recently um at the historic courthouse and we ran out of space because it was kind of Mm -hmm. you know still social distancing and everything and it will be so nice to have a space that big and when i was at gma a year and a half right before covid hit um, i was talking to some people and they were talking about azalea city festival and and how they come down and all this stuff and they were saying you know they actually go to another festival in millersville and it's where they shut downtown down they mark it off they like 10 bucks you get a you know you get a Red fan, you get to go into the section, but at the same time, they bring in a concert and they go into the concert area where you can have open containers or whatever, you pay another $15. And then that, now just sitting here thinking, you know, that could be pretty cool to be able to, you know, have it to where everything's open, but at the same time, for the concert that we can bring in, because you can fit a lot of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you know, in the long chairs out there, but a lot more than what you think you can fit. Yeah. And that just spills right into Love Where You Live, mm-hmm. um, the campaign that uh, we got going on um, with all the different, you know, recycling drop bins going around and the different things of neighborhoods coming together and taking, you know, that's the one thing I, you know, with my district, I'm, you know, that I'm so proud of is that a lot of neighborhoods are taking ownership of their neighborhoods and they're, they're stepping up going, this is our neighborhood. Let's, let's take care of where we're at. And I think we, we're seeing that slowly happening throughout our community. And, and it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome to see, honestly. I know, Oldwood Valley set the bar high. <laughs> yeah, we did. I have to brag on them. I think we brought in 12 tons wow and um and that was self-initiated yeah so. i have to give that um that whole old wood valley that whole neighborhood association when they called me up over there they said um i'm looking at their stats now while we're talking but they called me up and said you know andy you know we want to do this and that and want to bring in all these things what's your thoughts on it and i said well, let's do it anyhow in the end they brought um brought in eight they brought they basically Eight roll-offs is what they emptied, 12 tons of, um, of material, seven monitors, 14 TVs, and then a truckload of um, washing machines and That's refrigerators incredible. and stuff like that. And that was just one neighborhood over an eight-day period. Yeah, yeah. I live in Old Wood Valley. Some of us yeah. may know that or not. But it didn't take for long before that first bin was full. And we had two bins in the neighborhood both were full very very quickly and you know and those are big bins yeah, yeah. <laughs> 40 foot bins they're yeah. not small and i called uh, and then i had another neighborhood next to that one call me up and said if they can do that can we do that and i was like yeah y'all can do yeah. that as well so you know hopefully that uh start mm-hmm. happening and and that just i mean once again that just helps you know our communities just look much better more inviting and and then that you know that all leads into economic growth and what um Andrea and all of them are doing in their area with the spec buildings and all the businesses that are coming here. So, I mean, overall, as far as initial summit goes, um, when I when I left there on Saturday, I thought, you know, if if everybody could get their hands on this pamphlet and this booklet and just read through it, they would realize that Valosta is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really would understand that um that we have it good and that there's a lot of communities 
that I've talked to that say, you know, if we can even remotely get as close as what Valosta has, we would be happy. And um, so there's, we got some, we got, you know, just like anything, you've got room to grow and things to fix and stuff like that. But overall picture of everything, we have a, we have a little bit of everything, but yet we have a small town feel. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was um, kind of empowering to leave there and say, okay, we've got a lot of work to do, but our community is well, awesome. Yeah, we've done a lot. Awesome. We've yeah, done a we've lot. Done a lot. So we set goals and action items every year, and if we can achieve those, we will be, I mean, that'll just be I mean, another puzzle imagine, piece. Imagine next year if we get the Sprinter train comes through, mm -hmm. then you get the amphitheater downtown that happens, and then all of a sudden you get um, a few more business down here. Then, you know, four years from now, you get the overpass possibly. You get the big, I mean, within the next five years, you know, this, this whole area is going to look completely different change the face of downtown it's going to be completely different in five or six years and i think we've started using on some of we did a video recently and we've used the tagline you know building a community for the next generation a better community mm -hmm. for the next generation so i think if we can you know yep. that would be great just for the next generation to, and it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen even in the few short years that I've been here, I've seen so much change, just all the new businesses coming to the downtown area. And I can't emphasize enough that downtown really has something for everybody, um, regardless of your age, interest. I mean, there are a variety of places to go eat and shop. And, and now you have companies like Skoll that are offering more activities downtown. So it's really just to see it grow is it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And it's going to continue to grow. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, I have a friend of mine who has a brother and sister who went to Valdosta state in the early to mid nineties. They just, they're significantly older than him, but he, they came to town a couple years ago and he was like, we never went to downtown, but he took them downtown to a restaurant. I think it still mags. And they were like, surprised at all the change since the early to mid 90s to what our downtown looks like now and they're like oh yeah this is a place we would come to all the time yeah I mean, and you got wild adventures is growing you know they're starting their 25th anniversary out there so it's it, the thing that gets me is that i think you finally get wild adventures is wanting to get in on the on the on the on the mix of the puzzle you got vsu wanting to come in you got all these different and we're trying to work on something now to where we can have have this big advertisement with all all the moody and just everybody comes together and, and puts something out there and uh you know can't tell too much about it right now but yeah. um we're i'm working on something and um but it's going to be pretty cool to um to see all the especially like the exit 16 coming down you know the inviting you know when you ride down 16 and everybody's like wait a minute i want to pull off and check this place out so it's all lots good things. of exciting things in the pipeline so stay tuned yep well thank you andy we appreciate you coming on the show and we will i'm um, sure have you back so. all right let me know thank y'all